0: I have no idea what this episode is about. <laughs> I decided well, to going completely blind and yeah, I called it Mystery Droop episode because I don't know
1: what it's about. I'm sure I'm sure you'll like it very much so. Um well, I don't know. Um I mean I'm obsessed with it. I was doing like all my notes and research over the last hour and I'm just whew, I feel a new hot <laughs> situation coming on. I'm very, very. excited.
0: I'm already going on a tangent we, have, we haven't even started but uh, okay. I'm making my flatmate watch Anne with an E and uh,
1: yeah oh my god she agrees I genuinely that really is, really Anne is very gay um, didn't the actress come out recently yeah she
0: did she, she came out for a... Pride Month
1: oh, she's so pretty
0: Um, she yeah, plays... she'll, yeah she plays a bi-icon in Stranger Things as well
1: we love to see it it's very weird hearing her do like a, a normal American accent as opposed yeah. to her sorry uh, <laughs> Canadian accent. And she's Irish, like none of those are her normal <laughs> no. accent. No, but oh, she was just, oh, I'm so excited about Stranger Things. I hope she's in the next season a little bit more. She
0: better be. I feel like they can't have set up. Like everybody, all the gays are going to be so mad if Robin doesn't get a proper romantic yeah.
1: storyline after this. Especially after the shit that they pulled, or oh, with um, with Will, and yeah. like having him like confess his love, and then like, cr- oh my god, that scene. <laughs> okay, we're not going to talk about that because um, I'm still sad about it. Uh, so welcome to something queer is happening here. I forgot the intro. <laughs> Give me one second. Did you have it in your notes? No, my notes are like ramblings um of what I'm hoping to talk about today <laughs> I completely forgot that an intro is probably something <laughs> right let's try that again <clears throat> welcome to something queer is happening here where we discuss queer subtext in literature and media because why bury your gaze? when you can dig them up brilliant forgive me I, for my th- just so you
0: know I mean I'm assuming that I'm editing this episode I will not edit that out <laughs>
1: I kind of hoped you'd edit this episode because I'm going to be drunk in a field over the next few days. (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: I figure it's Um, my turn.
1: Yeah. Right. So, shall I just go straight into the the summary or shall I tell you what we're talking about today? Oh, go straight into the summary and I'll see when I can figure out what it is. You're like the second word, I think. So, set in the ancient city of Camelot, Morgana is the ward of the king. (laughs) A king who has decided to eradicate magic. As time goes on, Morgana starts to realise that she might have magic when she dreams of strange futures and finds herself causing bizarre accidents. Her best friend Merlin, a known wizard, keeps this from her and Morgana slowly begins to lose faith in the people around her, one lie after another after another, until she decides she has been wronged too much and deserves her revenge. Morgana is a lesbian icon. (laughs) Right. I love that introduction.
0: <laughs> I love how you just, you know, like, usually we just summarise the franchise or the, the piece of media, but you, you summarise it from the point of view of a character who is very much not the main character.
1: I am obsessed with Morgana, and if she was the main character of that show, everyone would be on her, I mean, everyone's on her side anyway, but, like, it wouldn't have been framed as her being evil, like, yeah. she would have been, you know, Gaslight Gatekeep boss murder, <laughs> <laughs> kind of situation so very (laughs) much
0: like inventing Anna inventing Morgana (laughs) inventing Morgana
1: oh that's brilliant right so yeah today I'm arguing why Morgana is sapphic most mostly I'm arguing that she's lesbian as opposed to uh, bisexual pansexual queer um so I have Quite a few points actually, because as I was doing research, I was like, oh I, you know, she's got the vibes. And then there's more and more things going on. And you're like, okay, yeah, she's definitely, she's definitely got the vibes. So we're gonna go in order of serious to jokey. Um, <laughs> and you're welcome to chime in at any point. So we're gonna start off with um number one, she is parallel to Merlin and we all know that malin is queer um and that magic isn't definitely an allegory for being queer um so as we discussed in the Merlin is trans episode the whole like oh you're born with it it's a skill that people are scared of um it's not anything that you can change about yourself and the fact that it's very well known that in merlin being being magical is just an allegory for being gay because being gay is a skill <laughs> being gay is a <laughs> it is a skill you know that that thing it's just like being gay is really expensive <laughs> um you know i'm um, oh maybe i should take my pride flag to the festival this weekend don't overpack. pack <laughs> yeah <Do not> over pack <laughs> yeah okay so that was point one um Point two, so this one's a little bit more of a discussion, is that she never shows any interest in a man except for the men she is told to show interest in, Alice, Arthur, in season one, and she only does so to play a role. So five seasons of a show, and she is, you know, a very attractive woman. Um, And she's in a position of power where you feel like there would be quite a few opportunities to have interesting romances or opposing um, like kingdoms wanting to sort of like buddy up with them Um, and it's quite interesting that Uther aside from with Arthur and he sort of like doesn't agree with that because you know spoilers they are half siblings um, that he doesn't like push for her to have any sort of external relationship she doesn't show interest in it she talks with Gwen about Gwen's relationships but she's never like oh from my personal experience yada 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 she's always like this is how I think you should behave but we never get any glimpse into her having a relationship with a man um whereas all of Morgana's like major character relationships apart from with like Merlin but that's a little bit more complicated is with women Gwen and more girls. um and both of those are very intense female <laughs> gal pals so <laughs> um and it's also just weird that you know early 2000s Everybody was trying to shoehorn like romance into every single character. Yeah, um, it's yeah. a bit like
0: the same thing as the Martian last yeah. time. You know, it's like if if there is no love interest, it's kind of a well, I'm not. I don't want to say a red flag, but like it's a, it's a flag of some kind. <laughs> it's a pride flag.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little pride flag, just like. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's quite interesting. I I don't want to be all like reducing female friendship to oh they're gay, but.
0: No, but, like, there's so much, so much potential in that, like, you know, lady-in-waiting kind of yeah. relationship, like, where she has to dress her, and yeah, there's just, there's a lot of tension there.
1: Like, they go on moonlit walks together in the forest, <laughs> and, like, they sleep pretty much in the same room, and they're just, like, the way that Morgana looks at Gwen is divine. If anyone ever looks at me like that, I would pass out there and then like crying throwing (laughs) up you know i would literally (laughs) pass out there and then um so this next one is actually a quote uh so in the season three opening morgana has already decided that she's going to sort of take her revenge out on camelot she's yet to become fully into her you know villain era but she has figured that hey I kind of dislike this place and I'm going to show them. Um, so in the season three opening, she is saying to Merlin, you don't know what it's like to be an outsider, to be ashamed of how you were born and to hide who you are. Do you think I deserve to be executed for who I am? Which. Yeah. Ugh, come on.
0: Yeah. That feels very much like double meaning.
1: <laughs> like, Right. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, but like, there is no way that that the person who wrote that line was like oh it's just about magic it's just about (laughs) like there is so much in that that you can
0: normal straight magic
1: (laughs) just normal straight magic come on um like you don't know what it's like to be an outsider to be ashamed of how you were born like ouch just ouch it hurts i want to give her a hug right is that part of your argument (laughs) yes Mm. well you know every lesbian is obsessed with Morgana at some point that's true um next point is so in season five Morgana is basically full-on villain and she is completely alone the um she's been tortured for years everybody she's ever loved has turned her back their back on her um even like her she's had to see her the one friend that she had which is her her dragon get like damaged and grow um like disformed because of like the cage that he uh, he was in and there is a plot where Morgana sort of convinces Gwen to be her friend again friend in quotations (laughs) Uh, there is a an element of you know she did kind of torture Gwen into it um with magic. But like the joy and just the love that Morgana has in her expressions when Gwen is talking to her again as if they were friends from the start is like there is no way that she's faking that. Like Morgana is not particularly the best like liar. You know, we're all we're all very aware that she'd do like the smirk as she walked away from like Uther after doing something sassy. But like I know it's sort of artificial, but the way that she gets caught up in the absolute joy of having Gwen be around her again and show her love and affection is just really bittersweet because yes, it is fake, but also you can see that Morgana's like, she really missed it and I don't know, it just, it just felt very sapphic to me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and finally, this is my jokey points. Um, she's played by Kate Mcgrath. Kate Mcgrath has never ever played a straight <laughs> woman. Um, pretty much every single character Kate Mcgrath has played has been queer on some level, or the queers have claimed her. Yeah, uh, and finally, I feel like McGrath- we should
0: do a special episode on that. Um, Not only because that would be a great episode, but also because I feel like otherwise Paula is going to kill me when I tell her that you did this episode without her being a guest.
1: Well, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot that she wanted to do I'm sorry, Paula. Please forgive me my indiscretions. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a Kate McGrath episode.
0: Just yeah, because, exactly. Just,
1: like she, just plays, she plays Lucy Westerner in The Very yeah. Gay Dracula. She plays Supergirl's girlfriend. Um, <laughs> oh god she's just oh she's such an icon also final point um Morgana has short nails uh in all the shots <laughs> where of her hands she has short nails so, like
0: someone in the, in the whatever which which department is that even someone in some makeup knew what they were doing
1: <laughs> they were like okay we're gonna trim your nails because like she is uh basically a princess you know she doesn't have to do any hard work. She doesn't have to do any like manual labour with her hands. Why on earth are her nails trimmed short? She I'm has sorry. to do
0: some work with her hands.
1: <laughs> no wonder Gwen is sleeping in the same room. <laughs> so those are my five major points. Obviously, some of them are a little bit more serious. Some of them are short nails. Um <laughs> Any any anything you would like to discuss, talk about, um continue um... on with. <laughs> That's gaslight, gay cute, boss, yeah, guess gay cute girl boss Morgana.
0: Oh, yeah, gaslight, gay girl boss.
1: Also, you know what?
0: Who else? Actually, no, that might. I'm I'm gonna keep this for the um, the canon corner. I I have a a comparison to make, but um, mm. I'll pitch in on the canon corner and and talk about that. Um. I don't know. She just has gay vibes, doesn't she? And like with the whole thing of once you establish that magic is gay and gay is magic, then it's, that's it. It's, It's, yeah. It's gay.
1: Especially because there's like, I I don't know, there's some kind of debate on the law in that magic can be learned, but it also can be born with. Mm. Um, So I wonder if like the whole magic, you like born with it, is more of the gay allegory and then the the learning is like integrating into queer society (laughs) decolonizing um
0: maybe she's born with it maybe it's (laughs) decolonization
1: um yeah also like her hair in season four and five no straight woman would ever spend that much time like you know, adding <laughs> like all of the like the little ponytails and curling it. It was just so pretty. Um I mean, well,
0: it was her villain era,
1: so it was her villain era. Um You
0: gotta do crazy hair. Yeah. It's the it's the Helena Bonham Carter rules.
1: <laughs> that took me a while to get that. <laughs> do you think they did do her hair because they were inspired by Helen Bonham Carter Helena. <laughs> they were inspired by Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> yeah?
0: <laughs> I love how you just I this. Wow. Now I'm I'm malfunctioning. Malfunction is the word I was looking for. And then I malfunctioned while looking for the world malfunctioning. Welcome to um, something
1: queer is happening here where we <laughs> malfunction.
0: Yeah, um yeah, maybe. I mean I feel like
1: Wait, like, I'm in my crazy villain hair era. What yeah, is my hair doing? True. It's very poofy. I like it. Well, I, I got a perm. Oh, so, It's nice. yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah, I used
0: to have a perm.
1: I didn't know this. Yeah.
0: Well, like a wavy perm, but um, it basically I ended up having to choose because it would kind of ruin my color a bit too quickly. Mm. So eventually I was like, well, if I want to keep my color, I have to lose the perm or like do one or the other. So I decided to remain a redhead. You do like the red hair; it suits you very much. I love the
1: red hair. I've I've had the red hair since I was fifteen. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you without red hair. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, Morgana's relationship with Gwen, um, as opposed to Morgana's relationship with Arthur and Merlin. So in season one, it's sort of set up that pretty much everyone is in love with Merlin, including Arthur. Um. Yet Morgana spends most of her time with Merlin as more of like a, a big sister sort of vibe. Um like even Gwen is like set up as having a crush on Merlin and all of like the, the serving girls are like having a crush on Merlin. And you know what, don't blame him. He's very attractive. Mm-hmm. But with that haircut though <laughs> we, don't- <laughs> we don't talk about the haircut. We don't talk about the haircut i think i think the haircut is fine thank you very much and i think yeah you're just defensive tried...
0: because you got this...
1: <laughs> people who try and emulate the haircut are well within their right and are very attractive people it's not like i look at a picture of marlene season four era and i go gender and grab it um morgana's outfits they're gay i'm just saying it now like yeah they're great they're gay I will not elaborate on that point, but like. You don't need to. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, why were we up to Gwen and their relationship with Morgana? Um, so as I was saying in one of my points when she gets like absolute joy when Gwen is like tortured into being you know what we're all we're all flawed human beings okay maybe you torture your ex to make them fall in love with you again like you know what <laughs> we're we're all flawed at the end of the day we can forgive her for that um if you're hot
0: enough anything is forgivable
1: <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah you know she's she was um She was just, you know, having, having, being flirty, having a fun little, fun little, you know, she's a little quirky, you know? (laughs) But um, I do find it quite interesting that of all the points that like bring Morgana back to how she was like season one, season two, it's not Arthur and it's not Merlin um, who you'd feel like it would be because Arthur's a brother and Merlin's was like a good friend um, and also like their thematic parallels. Between Merlin and Morgana, um, it's always Gwen that sort of reminds us how Morgana was in the first few seasons, like how she was before you know, the trauma and the betrayal and the torture. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. That's kind of gay to me. Yeah, like I'm really not like pulling out the greatest of points. I just want to <laughs> let everybody know that Morgana is gay.
0: Yes, she is. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't have a lot to say either
0: today i just you, you got good points and thank you. yeah that girl gay
1: oh my god you know that scene in like season one where morgana is like oh no i'm thinking about another scene but i've got two scenes in mind one <laughs> morgana is like helping merlin fight to protect his hometown and she's got like a chainmail necklace on and like it's such a shitty necklace only like a a lesbian would pick out and go this is what I want to wear today
0: you know I find it extremely interesting that that's what you would remember from season one of all things
1: (laughs) the chainmail necklace yeah I don't remember that at all oh it was so bad like she was full-on you know she was full-on girlbossing but um she had like a hair tied up and she was like oh, i don't to fight you know like how they were in like early 2000s shows where they were like yeah. i have like six older brothers therefore i can punch people in the face you know that kind of mm-hmm. vibe but she wore a chainmail necklace and i swear to god <laughs> i have seen that literal same necklace on lesbians on tiktok so <laughs> of course <laughs> um secondly she literally fought in her underwear to protect gwen with a sword that's hard and i like underwear is like a, a loose rub. Because, you know, underwear back then was, like, just another dress. But, you know, she could have just, like, not undressed in front of Gwen and, like, did the whole fighting thing. No. She was like, okay, first of all, in this situation, I'm undressing. Second of all, (laughs) I'm looking hot with a sword. That is my point it's just such a good it's such a good episode and then she's like utha we need to find Gwen." and utha's like she sacrificed herself you know she she did what a servant did and morgana's like no i will not accept this and there's like a huge fight and it's great um i love morgana so much and she loves Gwen so much <laughs> i mean you can't really blame her if gwen was like my friend i would totally be in love with her
0: oh yeah for sure yeah i'm more of a gwen person than a morgana person
1: i did not get that vibe at all that was sarcasm. <laughs> I <laughs> genuinely i thought
0: you, I thought you were being serious. I was yeah. like,
1: ah,
0: finally, I'm not that predictable. <laughs> nope,
1: <laughs> sorry. I was like, I said it, and I was like, okay, make it as sarcastic as possible because it's difficult to convey like social cues over Zoom. And then I was like, that wasn't as sarcastic <laughs> as it could have been. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I, I I I do like hot villains, but I tend to be more for the like sweet nerds. It's oh. it's my kind of my yeah, type. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm trying to think who else I know is like your type. Um, so Glenn. I did a
0: thing ages ago. I did a presentation on my tastes in fictional characters, uh, and I had a Venn diagram. And anyway, I'll take screenshots and I'll share them on our social media because uh, it's it's very telling. <laughs>
1: You know, me and Arthur, we're not built the same. Is that it? That's the whole, <laughs> That's the whole sentence. Me and Merlin are also not built the same because if, if Morgana came up to me and told me that she wanted to burn the kingdom that I was trying to protect, I'd just let her do it.
0: Yeah. That's because you have
1: <laughs> no backbone. <laughs> I have no backbone when it comes to pretty women thank you very much that's true and, and pretty men and Yeah,
0: it's a very specific lack of backbone related yeah. to pretty people
1: yeah as soon as like I see a pretty person it's like spine out gone <laughs> <laughs> Um. yeah so I do have some canon recommendations yes. some are very very close and some are a little less close so First in our canon corner is I'm going to um, recommend The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. So The Priory of the Orange Tree follows uh, Eid Esparaz as she is a servant to the queen of uh, a kingdom. I didn't prepare a summary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they fall in love. And it's very, it's very, yeah, it's very similar to Except for, in this situation, the character who I would say is Morgana um, hates magic. And then the character who I would say is Gwen loves magic and is a mage. So it's very interesting to like see how that works out. But it is also the same kind of kingdom where magic is outlawed and somebody has to hide who they are. Um, and then they ended up like revealing that, that they have magic and there's a whole bunch of drama. Um, it's a brilliant book. I wouldn't say it would be on your favor that is not the right saying it's very heavy on the world building and the law yeah that's that's like,
0: why i've been staying away from it even though i've yeah. heard amazing things so maybe one day you know when i have the brain capacity to take on a huge amount of
1: lore and world building yeah but, it is yeah. very law heavy um to the point where like even i was like oh calm down and i freaking love law heavy books <laughs> um but yeah it's very good the characters are very beautifully written uh one of my favorite things about the way Samantha Shannon has uh wrote the book is um she's made all the dialogue and a lot of the descriptions very similar to kind of um in poetry and it just it's so beautiful like the way it reads and like the way the characters talk to each other and it just it's a little bit of a learning curve to figure out like to like get it ingrained in your brain, like this is how the whole story is going to be told. Um, but once you've done that, it sort of, I don't know, it makes it more sincere, I feel like. Um, I mean, Arthurian legend, Arthurian poetry has a lot more flowery tones to it as opposed to modern day English. Yeah. Um, and then the next one that I wanted to recommend is less of a medieval magic, sapphic kind of thing, um, but it was just two characters who are very much in love and they're a really cute couple is the capanon by fletcher delanchi um i had to look up never heard of that it is a self-published novel so it's not been like promoted widely um and it is it originally started as star trek fan fiction (laughs) if i have my sources right if not please yell at me um but it is so good so it follows uh the captain and her her wife as they crash into an alien ship and try and figure out uh, alien ship crash into an alien planet and try and figure out how to survive and sort of deal with the whole situation and integrate with the, the the aliens and and save them from an opposing force um it's very good it's already an established relationship between the two characters so it, i wouldn't say it was like slow burn um and it's not like building up to yeah to i like that further.
0: though i like an established relationship also That's that would have been a good recommendation for last week
1: yeah i just completely forgot about it but um <laughs> it's very good it is you can get it on online mostly through like amazon um i'm I'm kind of sad it doesn't get have more promotion but mm. with self-published books they tend to do not
0: yeah, I'm yeah. I'm waiting
1: to self-publish because I just don't have the
0: energy to do marketing right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are my two recommendations. I think okay. you said you had one. As yes, well. I had one that
0: I thought of during this episode uh, because of the it's it's a, a gaslight girl boss gatekeep gay canon film. Oh. It's I care a lot.
1: <laughs> I care. Have a have seen that film. Yeah. I've never heard of it.
0: Tell me about it. It's Rosamund Pike being an absolutely despicable
1: human with the help of her girlfriend. Oh my god. It's great. It's that great. sounds right up my alley. I'm obsessed <laughs> with despicable lesbians. Like
0: any- Actually, my friends and I, um, we still have, we have yet to do this, but we've decided that at some point we're going to have... Uh, Rosamund Pike whiplash movie night mm. uh, where we just alternate movies where she is the sweetest loveliest character and movies where she is the absolute worst oh my
1: god she has the range she, she has, has the so range. much range
0: you, you have like Jane in 2005 Pride and Prejudice who is just a perfect little angel and then you have like Gone Girl and I Care A Lot where she's just the worst um, Yeah, she's, she she's has
1: so just... much range like, she has such a sweet face. But yeah. then, I don't know how she does it, but she can make it so evil. And I love it. <laughs> also, she's yeah. just so
0: I recommend it. It's, yeah, basically, uh, it's, she is gay. Well, she's queer. Um, and she
1: takes advantage of old people to get their money. Oh, yeah, it's very despicable. I'm not sure my despicable <laughs> love of lesbians will extend that far. We'll see. I'm I'm curious to see... Whether it does. Yeah. Like, you know what, I can I can forgive murder. I can <laughs> forgive burning down the city that uh, you know, that like wronged you. I'm not sure I can forgive scamming the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I draw the line.
0: <laughs> you draw the line that's scamming the elderly. That's that's yes. very specific.
1: Yeah. You know what? If if a despicable else came up to me and was like, Oh, I murdered this guy that wronged me fine, you know what, cool, I'll yeah, take the fool for you if you need yeah. it. If they came up to me and was like, you know what, I just scammed an old old person out their money, and if it was, like, a regular old person as opposed to, like, the bourgeoisie, then <laughs> they'd still be hot to me, but mm, <laughs> probably wouldn't associate hot. with them. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. What, watch the
0: movie and report back next time.
1: Oh my god, I watched Pride last night, because, um, <sighs> Oh, so that's I such was, a comfort movie, right? I because I was not feeling great, um, and I remember that you quite like Pride, so I just decided to put it on. I've never sobbed so bad. I like was sobbed, it the like, first time baby. watching it? It was my first time watching it. Yeah. Oh my god! I had no idea. what Rewatch it, it.
0: Like it's one of those movies that I rewatch over and over again. It
1: was so good. It was I, like, so good.
0: Once in a while, I will just walk around and my brain
1: will go. Every woman is a lesbian at <laughs> heart. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, mom. Oh God, it was so good. It was so good. Um, I kind of just want to talk about Pride, but again, that's not really a, a, a subtext. Watch Pride, no. everybody. That's a Canon cannon. Yes, uh, cannon Corner. Watch Pride. It's very good. It's um, so good. I, I, I have
0: Pride. a rule that any movie that has Bill Nye in it has to be good.
1: Well, on that note, you should go watch Pride and read no, Pride I have to Orange go Street. back
0: to um and with an E because. I had to do a lot of convincing for my flatmate to not keep watching it while I was recording this podcast. Ah,
1: okay. I'm sorry for pulling you away from Anne with a an e. <laughs> We had
0: to pause mid-episode.
1: No! Okay, yes. You should You should go back to Anne with a an Knee and I should go back to, to packing. I'm going to head off. Bye, oh. people. Stay queer. Bye, stay clean, Peace out.
0: <laughs> this podcast is a no-storytelling production. It is produced and edited by May 2Dick and hosted by Drew Frankie Victory and May 2Dick. If you want to support us, please recommend us to your friends, follow us on social media, and consider subscribing to our Patreon. All the links will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening!